and welcome to Cancer Answers. I'm Heather Ifat, and today Dr. Erin Bantam is my guest. Dr. Bantam is a clinical psychologist at the University of Hawaii Cancer Center. Her research focuses on cancer survivorship. Today's topic centers on protecting the mental well-being of cancer patients. Thank you so much for joining me, Dr. Bantam. Um, I would like to start off, what mental psychological challenges are individuals likely to experience soon after they learn about their cancer diagnosis? All right, well, thank you so much for having me here. I think that there are different things that people experience as challenges all the way through what we would call the cancer continuum. So from the point of diagnosis through the end of life. And at the point of diagnosis, for instance, there's going to be different challenges than there would be years down the line where you're going in maybe yearly for a screening to see if cancer has recurred. I think some of the most common challenges, of course, are fear. Fear about where this is all going to go, fear about who it's going to impact in your life, your family. Um, fatigue is a really common side effect and late effect from treatment. So that's something that's very common. And I think also depending on how old we are, there's different stages of life that are relevant. So let's say we are diagnosed with cancer, but we're at the age where we wanna be having children. So then there's all those questions around fertility and how does this impact potential kids that I would have. So I think there are some common things, but on the other hand, the most important thing is really that um, we have to contextualize it with where the person is. Right. And what coping mechanisms can individuals utilize to protect their mental health while seeking cancer treatment? Thank you. Great question. I think in general, we can think that it's better for folks to approach versus avoid. So with any given example, let's say you know that you have, you should schedule an upcoming appointment. We can either be avoidant of that or try and just schedule it and go ahead and go forward. So I think in general, when we think of coping, we recommend approaching versus avoiding, um, whether that's our own feelings around what we're experiencing, whether that's um, symptoms and trying to have treatment for that, let's say insomnia or anything that would come up. So I think one of the most underrated support or coping mechanisms is social support. So I think reaching out to people who have either been diagnosed with cancer um, or, or your family, if that feels comfortable for you, I think that can really help with coping as well. So social support we know is one of the biggest mechanisms related to adjustment to both diagnosis and treatment for cancer. Hmm. And how can family and community members support cancer patients? So for family and community members, I think it's important to keep in mind a few things, their own mental health and their own demands. So we can only give sort of from a place of being full ourselves or having the resources. So I think there's this dance between being supportive of the other, the person going through treatment, and also looking after your own mental health and well-being. And I find often both cancer patients and family members or caregivers, it's almost like they struggle to be completely honest with their own fears or worries with each other. And so I think it's important to have a chance to both talk to the other, but also to get support outside of family and caregivers. So I think trying to be aware of what each person is experiencing. As a caregiver, we're gonna experiencing, we're gonna experience something that's very different 
than let's say the cancer patient, although we still all have our own aspects that are related to cancer to deal with. What role does empathy play in helping cancer patients get through their journey? Okay, another great question. And empathy is often underrated in terms of its ability. I think when we're empathetic with anyone, whether that's a cancer patient or anyone else, um, I think it actually is really good for the other person and us as well. When I think of empathy, I think of one of the most important qualities being curiosity. And so empathy really allows us to try and understand the experience of another. But in order to do that, we have to be willing to learn and curious and open to what the experience is of the other. And so I think whether we're dealing with cancer or really anything, um, it's just so important that we try and remember that people are struggling and to try and also know that we don't really know, those of us who haven't experienced cancer, we don't really know what that experience is like. And so just really being willing to listen and try and understand what it's like for them and without putting our own projections on. I think that's one of the most important things we can do for other human beings in general and particularly with cancer as well. That is a great response. And lastly, what strategies would a clinical psychologist like yourself recommend to newer cancer patients, those going through treatment and those struggling to cope? All right, great, thank you. I think going when we're first diagnosed with cancer, oftentimes we see that cancer patients have a really hard time knowing even what decisions should be made about treatment. And so I think you can get into this healthcare system and feel completely overwhelmed. So pausing for a few minutes and thinking, is this the choice I wanna make for treatment? Is there other information that I wanna get? Are there other people I wanna bring into this equation, whether that's family members or friends, or because there is oftentimes when cancer's found, there's such a push to get it treated which I can very much appreciate, but I also think that it's good to take a beat, to take a minute, and to really just you know let yourself almost be in as much in control of a situation that can feel really out of control. So the more that we can do to kind of engender our own almost um, confidence and well-being within that. So I, I do think when being first diagnosed, that's one of the most important things that we can do to really look after our mental health and to also try and not forget the things that bring us joy and to incorporate those things in our daily life still instead of, you know, sometimes we turn all this energy onto fighting something, right? Versus just what can we still do that we can enjoy? And I think that has such a benefit on how we approach treatment and longer term kind of adjustment and potentially survival as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Erin, for joining me. It was a pleasure having you on the show. That is all for now, listeners. But if you want more information, you can log on to our website, uhcancercenter.org. You can also follow us on our social media pages at uhcancercenter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, bye-bye.